0: Newton's Nuggets. Hello everyone and welcome back to Newton's Nuggets. Thank you so much for coming along here. You're here with me, Paul Newton, magician, mind reader and owner of Mental Theft Company and his mate Jesse. Say hello Jesse. Hello Jesse. Jesse is obviously the beautiful one with all the intelligence. <laughs> awesome, love that. Um, Okay, so today we've got a fun one. Okay, I've invited one of my friends to be on the show. His name is Jay Unwin. He's he's a health expert. Uh, I don't like the word guru, but he worries about people's health and their well-being. Now, I wanted to have this talk because Jesse and I have talked before about people being safe and secure and happy in their own bodies and their own mind. Uh, Jesse does some stunning photography work with brides who are worried about having photos taken, and he's brilliant at it. He finds the beautiful in absolutely everyone, and if you don't believe me, seriously, go to Jalon's photography and have a look at some of his work. It's amazing. Uh, grooms as um, well. Look at the stuff of yeah, yeah grooms as well. He, yeah, he does a lot of grooms. A lot, of grooms, really are, a lot
1: of grooms hate having their photos taken. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, and as a blokey bloke, we're not usually the one who goes, yay, it's my fairy tale day. We don't want the first. We, we You're like done. that
1: all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I so want a veil and a, and a little tiara. Anyway, stop it. We've had more than enough messing about today, as everyone will see when they see Jay. So, ladies and gents, we're, g- we're going to cut to an advert, then we're going to go straight into the interview with Jay Unwin. He is awesome. Ladies and gents we'll see you in a bit. Today's show is sponsored by Bisco's solicitors. You can find them by going to www.biscos-law.co.uk They specialise in family law, commercial law, personal injury, uh, employment law, medical negligence, wills and trust, even mental health issues. So please, Go along and have a look at their website. It's really good. They've even got a chat function on there that you can just chat to someone without it costing you a penny. And when you talk to them, tell them I said thank you for sponsoring us. It really means a lot to me. Newton's Nuggets! Okay, hello everyone. Welcome back to another Newton's Nuggets. Uh, We're here with me and Jesse and my buddy Jay. Uh, Now, I've done... done Stage talks with Jay. Uh, I've shared the stage with him. I've been at exhibitions where I'm there to talk about mental theft and how I steal stuff, and Jay is there to talk about being healthy and how to what well, to, be, to be lovely. To be honest with you, I really like Jay. I like his attitude. I've done talks for him at other networking groups, and I think they went down okay. Uh, as far I, as I know, mate. I, I remember upsetting a few people at one of the ones he did down in Exeter, but that just amused me make me even happier to be honest with you Uh, but yeah Jay is one of those people that I love talking to he takes time out even if there isn't a financial reason to do so I know that he tries to get the best for the people he's talking to so Jay is here we're gonna talk about Jay's journey what he's been up to why he got there and how he got to where he is now ladies and gentlemen
2: please welcome Jay Unwin
0: Jay hello how are you mate? Thanks for
2: having me on mate thanks for having me on.
0: Mate well when we chatted um, about this I I like your attitude I I like the fact that you're not trying to turn everyone into a six-pack Adonis you know like me Um, (laughs) I, I just love the fact that you are willing to help people trying to get the best out of their body and their mind for themselves yeah um you don't do it because the rest of society thinks we should you you just always seem to ooze that fact that you're doing this for the person the person that's involved and that's all Um,
2: yeah i think that i think that that's um i say i think it's the same with anything to be honest whether it's health and fitness or anything else you know um i know you do a lot of work in kind of business circles and corporate circles and things like that if you look at businesses for example. There is no one-size-fits-all with that either, the same as there is with health and fitness, the same as there is with your hobbies, the same as there is with relationships. There's literally no necessarily right or wrong way of doing things. You've got to find that particular way which is going to fit that particular person.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I happily said a minute ago that you help people out with no financial reason to do sure. so. Um, don't get me wrong, you run a business and you earn a living doing this. And I will happily put up the links so that people can find you on LinkedIn or wherever it is you want us to send it to. Um, But it's true. I can remember being sat on the side of a road and talking to you on the mobile and you literally were just like, Paul, relax, okay? We just need to work out what you want, why you want it, and then we'll change silly little things. Yeah, I I remember that that phone call. Yeah, you even said, Paul, you mess with people's minds for a living. Let's just tweak yours a little bit. Yep and i was like i like that i can do that and, yeah. and and actually from that chat i now don't drink any full fat fizzy pop and it's it's it doesn't matter anymore yeah you know yeah. That's and,
2: the, the thing about automating little behaviors like that and just focusing on those little things that are that are if you if you can automate behaviors like you like you have done with brushing your teeth like anyone listening to this um i imagine 99.9 percent of them brush their teeth without having to motivate themselves to do so i'll make and, a note yeah. hold on yeah. <laughs> there's always one um but yeah the, this is the thing is that we we rely on willpower traditionally in health and fitness we rely on willpower and we rely on um on motivation and it's always about i feel really motivated i want to get motivated to do this motivation 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 and in reality if you rely on that it's a finite resource and you you will run out of steam on that front because motivation is wanting to do something right it's that feeling of wanting to do something but there will be days when you don't want to do those things and what then so on the days when you don't feel motivated you want to have built the routines so that you still do them on those days and brushing your teeth is the example I always use, because if you, if you get up and you're at your absolute lowest level in terms of your motivation, uh, things like brushing your teeth will be the last thing to go. Sometimes they will slip. Of course, even brushing your teeth will slip sometimes, but it will be one of the last things to go because it is so ingrained into you and it feels more strange not to do it than to do it. And we can harness that exact same thing, which, is, which has got us to that point with brushing our teeth, to do the same with movement and stretching and eating healthily and drinking water and um, going to bed at a certain time and getting good quality rest and meditation and reading and all of these things because all it's come down to is finding something really small with a very low what I call motivation cost and then repeating it and using your willpower to start with to repeat it but not relying on the willpower long term that's all it is so I, I
0: used to, I used to work with a group of people who helped people with their psychology and the, with the way they dealt with things. And something that I learned was it takes roughly 30 days for something to become a habit. So I like what you're saying there about if you, if you think of something that takes really small motivation and then you add it into what I've just said then, all you need is 30 days and it becomes mm-hmm. a pattern. It becomes yeah. the norm. It becomes what you do. I um, mean, that's awesome. But why did you get
2: into this? So, it was a dark and stormy night.
0: Yeah, story time. Hold story on. Story time. I'm, I'm
2: getting a blanket. <laughs> um, uh, the 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 abridged version, right? Is um, I was a very unhealthy sedentary teenager, um, uh, which is why all of my friends found it absolutely hilarious. When I decided to enter the fitness industry, because they thought it was just the most ridiculous thing they'd ever heard. More ridiculous, in fact, than when they found out I was going into teaching, which is what my career was prior to this. Um, I went into teaching, and all my friends just couldn't believe that someone had given me a position of responsibility whereby I was moulding the future of our country. Um, uh, by the way, no, so it's now not you my say it that, that way. <laughs> the current the current state is not my fault because the the kids i taught are still quite young they're not in so we've got all that to come um you're welcome so So the the the
0: next wave of stupid we can actually
2: nail that to got my stamp right on the forehead um so i was a teacher yeah i went into i went i was a science teacher biology was my thing and i've got uh, to say i would honestly think you would be one of the most awesomest teachers ever I, obviously, I was. I was amazing. But no, the, the, I, I, had, I, I loved the teaching aspect of it. I loved the teaching aspect of it. I had great rapport with the, with the kids, uh, with most of the kids that I taught. I was teaching at secondary school. Um, I, I don't know whether it's because I had a similar kind of level of maturity as the 14-year-old boys that I, that I taught because you know we found the same things funny. Um, it's very hard yeah. to kind of keep discipline in a class when you find them hilarious just putting that out there any teachers listening to this will understand that if you know something is against the rules and yet you're just like that was really that was really quite funny um but yeah I didn't last very long in teaching I actually burned out in less than two years because of not the behavior or anything like that because that was like I said the actual teaching aspect I really loved but the kind of politics and the, the, the system within, within school, I found myself doing a lot of things which I didn't believe were benefiting the students. And that kind of really wore me down. And after a while, around the same time my first daughter was born, um, I burned out. And I, I, point, I've got to say, I completely agree with yeah. you. Uh, I've got friends that are teachers. I've
0: done gigs with teachers as the audience. And when you hear the pointless paperwork they have to do, yeah. And the, the jumping through hoops that, like you said, I don't think half of this stuff benefits the kids at all. No, it doesn't. It's, it's just mean, numbers. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, spreadsheets. Mm, <laughs> well, me and you could go on such a rant about this. And, and every kid's different. Every yeah. single kid, you might be rubbish at maths, but you could be amazing in the arts. Yes, exactly. But if that school is targeting math, you're
2: going to get thrown to one side yeah because uh sorry sorry it's 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 it's, i mean like you said we could we could go off on a huge tangent about just that one subject because it is and it's such an important topic as well because obviously education is it's not something that can be a cookie cutter one size fits all thing and it just comes back to what we were saying about fitness and relationships and business and everything Every single individual has, a, has an individual solution to whatever it is that they're looking for. And when you put, um, you know, hundreds of kids, or hundreds of teenagers into one system which suits a certain percentage of that, then the ones, the ones who it doesn't suit are kind of cast aside. I was quite lucky because I was quite academically minded. Um, so despite the fact that I had uh, what I now know was ADHD, yeah. I didn't know this at the time. But luckily, because I had a good... Um, uh, a good brain for essentially regurgitating facts, which is what a lot of the education is. Um, so I did well with academic subjects because I learned, you know, the science and I remembered it. And the same yeah. with the maths, anything logical like that. So I did quite well, but only out uh, sheer, sheer luck more than anything because I certainly it certainly wasn't through certainly wasn't through hard work, Paul. It certainly wasn't through hard work. i Can tell you that, mate. We both know I don't believe in hard work. <laughs> There's actually an interesting thing about hard work and laziness and, and stuff like that, that I, as an aside here before I continue with the life and times of Jay Unwin, but the, the thing about laziness is that it's a genetically uh, and evolutionary kind of uh, pre-programmed thing in humans, right? Path of least resistance. And so this concept of um, having a goal and not being able to achieve it and then beating yourself up because obviously you don't want it bad enough kind of thing. Well, I want to lose weight, but I can't seem to do it. I obviously don't, just, I just don't want it bad enough. I want a successful business, but I just i am not doing the things which I know will get me there. It's obviously because I don't want it bad enough. And that's a load of rubbish because what you're doing is you're fighting your own biology. Now we evolved in a very different habitat, a very different environment to the one we live in now. And our, our path of least resistance kind of wiring is a survival mechanism. We don't, want to ex- we don't want to spend our calories, spend our energy on stuff that we don't have to do, right? Because yeah. it's a matter of life or death. Those calories out there are scarce. We don't know when we're gonna eat. We don't know what we're gonna eat. And so we use that energy very wisely to hunt, to survive, to gather food, to, um, to do whatever. And then we rest. And so we are pre-programmed to not do hard things. We are programmed to do the easy option. And we, we, we can actually use that. We can harness that and make the path of least resistance the one which takes us to where we want to go. Because at the moment, the path of least resistance for most people leads them away from what they actually want. It leads them away from health and energy and vitality. It leads them away from business success and financial success and relationship success. But if we understand that that is our, how we're hardwired, we can harness that and use it by, um, by making those habits and routines, which we know will take us in the right direction, easier. By taking the barriers out of the way and by putting barriers in the way of the bad habits we've got. If we put bad habits in the way if we make them more difficult to do then we're making the path of least resistance actually work for us we're making our laziness work for us
0: mate
2: one of my old buddies
0: he owns a business and he's, he's doing very well um his recruitment policy is he likes to recruit the lazy intelligent people that have a hobby they love because that person will look at your process they'll go that's a lot of work in there. What about if we just did this, this, and this? Got exactly the same result for a lot less time and a lot less money. And while we're doing that quicker, I can play golf more. Yeah,
2: and he's right. It, he's right. But but why is why is that such an unusual perspective? Yeah. Because when you look at it, it's like as soon as you as soon as you were using that example there, I could see exactly why why you would want that. If you look at most innovation in anything. It's done by people trying to find an easier way. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. it is. That's what inventions are. You, something, you're doing something and you go, must be an easier way. I can't you be remember, bothered with
0: this. Do you remember, I, I, I won't say, um, I'll turn that off because there's a message from my other half, this type of thing. Yeah. Do you remember when somebody said, we're going to attach a camera to a phone and everyone went, ah, "Don't be stupid. Nobody will use that. i yeah. everything in that phone now
2: yeah everything i can even pay for stuff with the phone what the, And <laughs> do you remember when um do you remember when your maths teacher used to say you're not going to be carrying a calculator around with you all the time <laughs> mate it's got you to the point wrong. where i
0: can say the maths to my calculator and it works yeah. it out that's just nuts it's yeah. absolutely nuts and in the weird world we're in at the moment I, i'm doing most of my work from the office down the end of my garden yeah uh, uh, we like easy ago. stuff
2: right? we like easy stuff
0: yeah yeah sorry we've gone on a tangent
2: we both knew that i was could see i we? could see you i we could see you he's just going how did we get here how did we get here and yeah. i thought i'd just drop that in to try and help you see where where we come from there Mate, that was awesome
0: I, I, <laughs> right you uh, jesse i'm sorry jay's gonna have to come back for episode three four and five just at some other point, right? Carry on with how you got here. So far, you're a teacher, you haven't even got to. The
2: no, I, I've, I've burned out. I'm a burned out teacher now. Burned out teacher, who was awesome. That awesome was the, cliffhanger. Burned out. That was the okay. cliffhanger. Got it. I'm back. So, um, previously on, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna go so wrong, or <laughs> so right. It's gonna be one or the other, mate. Yeah, yeah, when I left teaching and I was looking for a new career path, I had a certain number of check boxes which I I needed ticked from this new career. And that's, it's kind of how I ended up in teaching in the first place. I had certain things that I wanted from a career and I found teaching would be those things. Turned out, it didn't tick some of the boxes which I thought it did. Now, when I left, the boxes which I needed ticked were still things like, I wanted to make a difference to individuals, a positive difference to individuals. I wanted to make a positive uh, contribution to the community and to society. I wanted something which had uh, career progression where I could continue to learn and be stimulated mentally. But now I also had, I wanted a career that would keep me healthy rather than making me unwell, because that's obviously what had happened with with teaching, uh, is it, it made me quite unwell. And I also wanted more autonomy because I, I felt stifled in, uh, in that particular role. And so I decided, right, I've got an interest in fitness, which although I hadn't been a health and fitness kind of um, uh, person in any form in my teenage years, or really at university either, um, at university, I'd started getting a bit interested in it through some friends of mine who'd who'd dragged me along to play rugby. And so I started geeking out in my biology-minded way on, on fitness stuff. And I'd never really done anything with it, so I thought, okay, this is a this is potentially a career where I can I can tick all those boxes. So I retrained as a personal trainer. Uh, this was like eight years ago now, about eight years plus, in fact. And I uh, I wanted I wanted to be self-employed, so I didn't go and work in a gym or anything like that. I went straight into personal training people in their own home and outdoors and stuff like that. One of the things that I found quite early on is that once I'd learned a certain amount about training and a certain amount about nutrition, after that point, more knowledge on those things wasn't actually helping any of my clients. It was helping me and it was allowing me to geek out. But the the, the detail that I was going into in terms of training methodologies and nutrition science, if you like, that wasn't going to help anyone unless they were an elite level athlete or a bodybuilder where the where those tiny little tweaks of how many grams of this at, how many minutes past your workout kind of all of that stuff for the general public is completely useless yeah and so i started getting more into the behavior stuff the the psychology of changing your behaviors and how could i actually get people to do the simple stuff because they're not even doing that at the moment. It doesn't, the detailed stuff, the complex stuff is pointless because they're not even doing the basics. How do we get people to change those habits? N- nobody is unaware of what you need to do to be more healthy, nobody. Nobody is 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 that disconnected from reality that they don't know that moving more is probably gonna be good, um, that eating more fruit and veg is probably gonna be good. That getting more sleep is probably going to be good. That um, drinking more water—you know—all of these things are the basics that people know but aren't doing. So, what I wanted to know was why aren't people doing it? And that's what—that's what really kind of switched me on. And that's—and—and and that's kind of how, as throughout the that that kind of health and fitness career over the past eight plus years, was uh, came to be. In its current form, where I focus more on that behavior change and on that habit change rather than here's a workout plan, here's a diet plan, off your pop, why aren't you doing it? So why aren't people doing those simple things? <laughs> because uh okay, so there's a couple of things. One of the biggest ones is they're overcomplicating it. They're overcomplicating it because they're seeing all of the fancy stuff, which is gonna make a minuscule difference to them because they're not doing the things which will make the massive difference right it's that 80 20 rule where 80 percent of the results you'll get from doing 20 percent of the work right and people aren't even doing that and they're focusing on all this big all the big sexy well marketed programs the extremes because extremes are easy to sell the the silver bullets and all of that and they're getting so caught up on all of that stuff because they the the the, the stuff that they know works they think is hard yeah. Right, it's 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 a weird one. They think it's they think that the simple stuff is more difficult, and it can be, but they're overcomplicating it by going well. If I just do this, and if I do, um, you know, they see intermittent fasting, or they see keto, or they'll see, um, like insanity was a big thing with the workouts and stuff like that, or they'll do, yeah. oh, I'll go and do CrossFit, or and, it all does the same thing. So people but, are going
0: from sat on their sofa doing nothing to I'm going to drive the Bugatti right now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and it's, it's what I call like New Year's resolution syndrome. <laughs> it's where they try and change every single thing at once. It's like we were chatting about you know, changing that one little thing. Look at where in your day is there a habit which you know is, is uh, kind of undermining your goals and change that one habit. And, and what people are trying to do is what they do on, on New Year's Eve when they make these New Year's resolutions, and then the next day um, they, they fail catastrophically on day one because they're so hungover. Uh, and then they feel like, oh well, I've false started. to Try again next year. But this is why so many, so many um, New Year's resolutions fail within the first, uh, the first couple of weeks, is because they've tried to change so many things, and you've only got so much motivation. You've only got so much willpower, and if you've spread that willpower thinly over changing. Like numerous habits, and you're trying to change what you're eating, what you're drinking, um, going for a run at five o'clock every morning, despite the fact that it, you've got like arthritic knees or whatever. You just think, well, oh, it's running and it's hardcore, and uh, and and then you wonder why all of that just falls down. And it's because they've overcomplicated. They've tried to do too many things at once, and they've gone, oh, I like the look of that, and that sounds really cool, and that I was blinded by science because of all of these big words, so it must be true, and they'll do all of that stuff. Whereas in reality, if you go. Right, I don't drink enough water. And instead of going, I drink about a, a single pint of water a day. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go f- to drinking eight pints of water a day from tomorrow. Instead of doing that, you go, I don't drink enough water. So where could I, where in my daily routine could I drink one glass of water? I could drink it when I wake up. That's a good time to drink a glass of water. Cool. There's your habit. And if you only focus on, say, three or four habits, over a four-week period, like the 30-day thing that you were talking about. If you focus on three or four habits over a, um, over a course of, of, of four weeks, and especially if those habits are linked together and they're kind of stacked together, so a little morning routine of get up, drink a glass of water, do some stretches, you know, w- w- whatever, but you've got like three that are kind of together. And at the end of four weeks, those will have started becoming more automatic. And then you can go, right, what other habits could I change? nice and and that's it's a much it's a it, it's patience people are so um lacking in that patience and they realize they, they think that they, they forget that it's taken them years to to get where they are now and they think that they, they can change it overnight and they can't you've got to be patient with it simplicity and patience honestly are the are the two biggest things when it comes to changing changing any of this health and fitness stuff but this is, do you know what i can remember
0: i remember us two both speaking at an event in somerset Yep. Um. God, I can't remember how long ago that was now, but I remember telling it February. you it was February. Was that only in February? Yeah. It, no was, it
2: was. It was the uh, Somerset Business Show, was it? That's right. Dawn. Yep. Dawn
0: Davis running it. Yep. Um. I remember saying to you how much full fat fizzy pop I drank. Yep. And and you gave me this look, and I'll never forget the look. It was kind of the look that said I don't really want you to die. Yeah. And and it was it was lovely, but you didn't tell me off. Okay. Yep. You kind of then said, well how much would it really matter if you changed to a diet version? And I was like, whoa, whoa, tastes different. And you're like, does it? Does it really? Is it worth it? And you've never gone for I've had other people who have said, right, ditch all of that and go to 10 glasses, 10 pints of water a day instead. Ditch all of that, go, get rid of the takeaways, go to just cauliflower instead. Things like that. You went, just take this one step and then tell me what it's like in two weeks. And I went, yeah, all right then. And then a few weeks later, I messaged you and went, yeah, there's no difference in the taste. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, just get used to it. Yeah. And, and then I think you replied with something, something that just made me laugh, like, imagine if you just dropped three glasses of it a day and had orange juice instead. I was like, yeah, you're doing it again, aren't you? Just, that's not fair. And I did. And silly things like that, that make, before that conversation, I hardly ever drunk water. Now I do. And you know what it does feel better so just the little thing right we've already wasted so much time and I haven't got anywhere near enough information out of Jay on head. so I'm gonna ask you a big question the big question is this if people have listened or watched this long what is the one nugget of information that
2: you would want everyone to walk away remembering so I'm going, to, I'm going to give i'm going to give a nugget a nice a, a nice succinct one um but then i'm going to give a, a a kind of a task i'm going to offer a offer a challenge uh to to the people listening Does that sound all right maybe, but you know how my brains worked so i want to know <laughs> all the challenges now um so essentially what i wanted to do so the 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 nugget that I want everyone to remember remember from this is really what i've what we were just talking about just now and it's it's that cliche of keep it simple it is it's a cliche because it's true i really really don't want anyone to go away trying to do too many things at once keep it simple change one thing at a time two things three things but don't try and change 20 things at once and the kind of the little task that I'd like people to do, which is something that I use with my clients. It's something which I used to use as part of a kind of five-day challenge that I've run in the past, which is one, uh, one part, one, one task of a, of a series of tasks. But I think as a standalone task, it can be really useful for a lot of people. And it's what I call a habit audit. And So for anyone listening to this, what I want you to do is to grab a journal or a piece of paper and draw a vertical line right down the middle of the page. And on one side, I'd like you to write habits which serve me. And on the other side, I want you to write habits which hold me back. And this is gonna be relevant to whatever goals you've already got. So this is assuming you've already got set goals. This is assuming that you've already got set goals and this will give you a really good indicator of where you currently are. So what I'd like you to do is to list everything you do on a daily basis habit wise, tiny little habits, like, you know, just the the minutiae of what you do on a daily basis on either side of of, of that pillar. So you've got the stuff which you know is moving you in the direction that you want and the stuff that is holding you back. Once you've done that audit of your daily habits and your routines, and it's things like what time you go to bed and what time you get up and what you do when you wake up and when you look at your phone and all that stuff, what you eat, what you drink then you'll have a really, really clear indication. You don't have to change it all at once, but you'll have a clear written indication of where you currently are and you can pick a handful of really easy things, not the things that will make the biggest change, but just a handful of things that you think will be the easiest ones to change and change those. Mate, that's awesome. That is awesome. Do you know what? Um, I, I
0: heard you say that idea uh, I believe it was on the Grow Live Show, Gary Jones, yeah. a little while ago. Yeah, because yeah. um, we were both asked to speak on that as well, and I heard you say that, and I thought that is genius. I love that. Um, and on the same, in the same set of speakers, one of the speakers said something to me that really hit home. Um, and he said, he said, every single Jaffa cake is a choice. Each Jaffa cake is a choice. Okay, the amount of times you open a packet of something and you just do the whole packet. Yeah, and he was like, I used to do the same. But each single
1: one
0: is a choice. Yeah. And I was like, oh,
2: you're right. Well, it's, uh, there's an, an analogy. chocolates are available, but you know. <laughs> one of the analogies I love with that is that if you, if you so let's use Jaffa Cakes again, because seeing as we're on the roll with that, um, if, you, if you have one and then go, oh, I may as well eat the whole pack, that's like, that's like seeing that one of your tyres is flat and then choosing to slash the other ones as well. Oh, that hurts yeah it's true though isn't it? it it's that ridiculous yeah having this one treat
0: every so often is not a bad thing yeah but doing the whole packet why why yep. yeah yeah mate i love that dude um i'm gonna cut it there I'm, I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna get boss's permission which is jesse to bring you back on another show in a couple of months time if that's all right we will no try not to have the same chat again and diverse all over the place we will have a completely different subject okay we will. Ladies and gents, that's Jay Unwin. You've now seen why I wanted him on this show. He's awesome. Please, we're going to put some links up so that you can find Jay. And if you need his help, please just reach out to him. And and, I was going to say, reach out and touch him. So wrong. So wrong. Don't do that. So wrong. Um, Give him a cuddle when we're allowed to. How's that? (laughs) Mate, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me on, mate. This show has been sponsored by Fresh Sec. Now, FreshSec are security for your company and your domain. They find out if sensitive information has already been leaked from within your company. They show you where security hotspots are in your business. Uh, They help you understand how and where training is needed within your team. And best of all, just for listening to my dulcet tones, they're offering you a free 14-day trial. That's right, 14 days, completely free, you don't even need to put your credit card information in. All you have to do is email mentaltheft at freshsec.com and they'll do a full check on your domain for you. You'll be able to see exactly what you would get if you're one of their clients. And the best thing is, they do all of this for around about £50 a month. They're like your security rottweiler that you never have to feed. Fresh sec. Go and have a look.
2: Newton's
0: Nuggets. There you go. So that was Jay. Do you see what I mean? He's lovely. He does care about people. He doesn't want to do, he doesn't want you on some fat diet. He doesn't want you doing something that's going to mess up your system. He just wants you to try and change some simple things every so often. And, and the nugget, no, well, I'll talk about the nugget in a minute. Jay, Jesse, what did you think of my mate Jay?
1: Yeah, really nice guy. I uh, really he is, isn't he? I, there's there's two things I like about him. One is just his general personality is great. Yep. He's got a really yep. good positive nice attitude and actually comes across really well I think as well. But he's the laid other back thing
0: with it. He's not military. He's not you will do this,
2: you will No, not will at all. This
1: he's this. not he's not what I would call annoying. <laughs> Which, you know, I'll, P-
0: go. I'll, I'll, I'll go. You, that wasn't you
1: go. that wasn't a strike at you, Paul, at all. <laughs> oh, really? Look, I've messed up my autofocus. You What's have auto- messed up your autofocus.
0: Oh no! Look, Let's see if I can bring that
1: back. <laughs>
0: Yay! Yay! <laughs> we did that purposely, didn't we, Jesse?
1: Yeah, we did. Um, mm-hmm. We are so sorry, scripted. Sorry, um, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not militant. He's not an yeah. angry. well it's not even that i don't some some people just they feel like they're shoving their ideas down your throat and he's not doing that he's actually if anything saying rein it in a bit and actually i think his like for anybody who likes going to the gym but doesn't go often enough hello um the thing that always happens is and or whatever type of exercise it is really you if you get so excited about going and doing it, you do too much the first time, and then you don't go back again because you're in pain for a week and then you can't be bothered again. And actually, it's because you're trying to make too many big changes at once, and they always say you should just take it easy the first couple of times you go back. And actually, the way that Jay talks is very much, you know, do things a bit at a time, and be patient about it. And I really like that because that's the yeah. sort of thing that people can handle and people uh, can uh, actually and manage that long-term.
0: The whole attitude of let's pick three or four little things that don't seem to matter too much, but will have an effect over a month. And then you nail them over a month and that becomes your new normal for yeah. that situ- So those things now become a habit. And then he goes, Oh, well let's look at these two or three things as well then, and just change them a bit. And they don't seem that far out of the way now because your brain's already programmed to go, oh, this is good. Okay, yeah, and,
1: it, and it's even things like normally when you do, if you do one of these sorts of fancy diets, firstly, they tend to cost a fortune because it's completely yeah. different to what you would normally buy. And nobody ever goes, I'm going to be doing this forever, especially if it's costing a fortune. But nobody ever thinks I'm going to be doing this forever, which means you're going to do the diet, you're going to lose, you might lose a bit of weight and then you're going to just put it back on again. Whereas the way that Jay's settling this idea is actually, what one thing could you change that you could do forever? And it could be a little thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. And what about his nugget? I love that nugget. Just, yeah. just get a bit of paper, draw a line down the middle. Um, I'll probably get his wording incorrect, but on one side you do habits that are helping you move towards whatever your goal is. And then on the other side, you do the habits that are holding you back.
1: Habits which serve me, habits which hold me back. I wrote it down.
0: <laughs> yeah, well done. Well done. So, so, and don't it
1: overcomplicate it. That was his his main bit from the nugget. Don't overcomplicate it.
0: And do you know what? We can all do that, can't we? Just a bit of paper, line down the middle. You know what to put on each side and see if it helps. I like that. I like that. That's the first person to, to Come up with the Newton's Nugget Challenge. <laughs> but you, you know, I expect that in big, flashy lights everywhere, right?
1: Uh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be a little, eh, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Tiny text <the> challenge.
0: <laughs> get Whichever way you do it, I'm going to find it funny now. That's brilliant. <laughs> So, um, anything else you want to say about Jay, or should we let his nugget fester in people's minds?
1: I think it will fester in people's minds, so let's just, we'll have some links flashing up and in in the description below um, for his, um, he's doing everything on LinkedIn and Instagram at the moment, so those will be the links that we're sharing. And
0: I tell you what, I tell you what, I haven't done this before and I haven't actually checked this with Jesse, so there'll probably be some legal implication I haven't thought of, but anyone who sends me a photo of the top of the bit of paper with a line down the middle and the two titles either side, you'll get put into a drawer, I'll pull one of you and you get a present from Paulie. How's that? Sounds good don't know what the present is yet I'm currently looking around my office and seeing. I can think of a I've few got.
1: presents that will be available very soon possibly around the time of this going out
0: so can I actually there's a couple of wonky ones over there that we need to get rid of as well but
1: that's, um, <laughs> oh yeah that's going to encourage people
0: yeah, yeah we haven't yeah.
1: come up with a present yet but it's going to be wonky
0: <laughs> it's going to be... well I did, I did start it by saying what tat have I got around the office so they kind of know what
1: no, empty, I was empty. thinking what it's good, a good things point, are we going to order that are going to turn we, up?
0: We do have some very good things turning up. So yeah. I might be pilfering. I still stuff for a living. I'm going to nick something and I'm going to send it out to somebody who wins that little competition. How's that?
1: Yeah. Just awesome. tag, tag Paul on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah tag me on them i'll put your name into a drawer then i'll then if you win i'll then ask for your contact details um do not send your contact details to weird people on youtube and podcasts without a reason to do so and if it is me it will come from my actual personal account or if it's facebook it will come from my official page how's that that covers everything yeah i think so the first ever newton's nuggets competition (laughs)
1: which is do somebody else's challenge. (laughs) Do the challenge
0: that Paul didn't come up with. (laughs) Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. That's awesome, mate. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gents, do you know what? Thank you so much for coming here. Thank you so much for listening. And let's see how many of you actually enter that competition. I'm so interested to see where this goes. Because this is a test of how many of you actually get to the end
1: of these shows. <laughs> I think people on the podcast are, are pretty good at listening to the end.
0: Yeah, yeah, they are. And and it's about 50-50 between America and UK, where all of our listeners are based.
1: Yeah, and, where are you posting the- this prize to, Paul? Oh. <laughs> are we going to say UK only? No. Oh, global. I like it. Yep.
0: Yep. It's open. Well, I went really anywhere. West Country
1: then. Ooy, ooy <laughs> ooy, ooy oh, you like that. You like that. I do. We went um, back to my roots.
0: Which is. Oh, no, we're going to have a lot of people from Somerset having a go
1: at it uh, Devon, yeah. I'll have you know. Was the, <laughs>
0: okay. Mine was the worst Somerset accent ever. Right. Um, and yours was a passable Devon accent. There we go. Oh, well,
1: yeah. I um, am from Devon, Paul. <laughs> yeah.
0: We uh, should probably I'm end me. this
1: Newton's Nuggets at some point, by the way.
0: Yeah, okay. Ladies and gents, <laughs> thanks for listening. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
2: <laughs> bye. Newton's Nuggets.
0: hello everyone thank you so much for watching now if you want to subscribe it should be up there if you want to see more of newton's nuggets they're down there if you want to see more about mental theft stuff that should be down there somewhere and the business speaker stuff should be up there thank you very much speak to you soon Bye bye